Um, can you recall a memorable interaction uh, with a local or fellow traveler that broadened your cultural understanding and how did it contribute to your personal growth? Um, that's a great question. I feel like there's been so many memorable moments um, for various things. I guess for me, I'll describe two different experiences or interactions. Um, the first one would probably be, I'm just going to lump a lot of these things together as well because I feel like if they're similar, then um, yeah. Uh, the first one I think would be all my travels throughout Southeast Asia, whether it be for visiting family or through um, my practice with uni, I've been fortunate enough to see what it's like in a area where there isn't a lot of services or accessibility and being able to work with the local people to be resourceful with what we've what they've got available and just create absolute magic. And they are honestly some of the most humble, grateful, loving people. And that has always been such a joy for me whenever I get to go on those trips and then walk away from it because it just reminds you to be grateful of all the things that you have and that to not come, don't get caught up with comparing yourself to other people and what they've got because at the end of the day, does any of that really matter? Like it does to some extent, don't get me wrong, but I feel like there is so much in value in just relationships and connecting with others and just being present and just, yeah, being grateful with what life has given you rather than comparing yourself and getting upset about who's got the next best car or the biggest house and all those other things. And then the second lots of interactions that I'll talk about is honestly my trips to New York. So I've done two and I'm about to go on my third trip next month. And there's just something so magical about New York. And I know everyone talks about it all the time, but it's just such a crazy feeling that can't be replicated anywhere else. Just like the amount of opportunity that is there and just seeing people chase their dreams and be so passionate. And everyone that I met in New York has been so inspirational and just seeing what they've been able to achieve by letting go of their self-limiting belief, chasing those things that make them happy, not worrying about what anyone else has to say about them has been one of the biggest things I've taken away from my trips this year. And mm. I absolutely, yeah, just love that. How about traveling or travel as a journey of self-understanding um how have your travels uh, both externally and internally shaped your self-awareness and perspective on the world i think again i'm gonna break this up into two different parts so externally for me i think the biggest thing was when i was traveling yeah through southeast asia um whether it be for family because a lot of my family's there um and we like my extended family live in the countryside where there isn't as much I guess, resources as what we have here in Australia and or through my prax, um, just seeing how people are so creative and committed to build something for themselves despite not having access to everything was so inspiring to seeing how resourceful they are and how much passion they have for what they do to be able to create something out of nothing um it definitely helped me open my mind to ways to think outside of the box and 
just gain that different perspective that, you know, there isn't a one true fits all and there's so many different ways to meet your end destination, if that makes sense. Yeah, Um, no, that does. Yeah, and then that also just builds my passion to also just want to be able to do more for others and give back to my community where I can. And that is something that mum's always instilled into me, like, um, because, yeah, I come from an Asian background. Being a part of community and remembering where you're from is such a huge part of our upbringing and our culture, our traditions and stuff like that. So it definitely opened my eyes to seeing what, how can I do more for the world outside of my day-to-day lives. And then internally, I, I think I talked about this just then a little bit, but it was, yeah, like there's no one size fits all and that there's countless of options to get to the end result and just to truly live life to the fullest um, and not find myself to a box of what other people expect from me or what society thinks you should do. And uh, what are some other takeaways in life so far in terms of finding yourself um, that you found? Um, that is going to open Pandora's box. I feel like there is so many takeaways in life that I can share and none of this is going to be revolutionary. Like I feel like these are things that everyone's already heard a billion times over just in a different way. But, um, but it's unique here, so I guess. Yeah, like a few things for me. Um, So one of my New Year's resolutions this year was to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's how you grow. Um, And for the longest time, I was very happy with what was familiar to me, my routines and not really extending out of that. But definitely this year, I've learned to say yes to more opportunities and yeah, just pushing those boundaries a little bit more um, because that's the only way you're going to grow because you can't expect to constantly do the same thing over and over again and get to a different outcome um and one of the other things that i've been trying to implement in my life the last year or so is something that my friend um encouraged me to do um is just a very cliche but it's just to live in the now and to not worry about what is going to happen when it hasn't happened or what has already happened because no matter how much you think or how much you speak about it, nothing's going to change the outcome hmm. if it's already happened. Was that a whisper in your ear, carpe diem? What, what happened? <laughs> What's a, was it a dramatic um, sort of thing like that or <laughs> they take to seize the moment? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was going through a few things and yeah. I was talking to my friend and he was like, if you keep dwelling on what's already happened you're not Mm. focusing on all the amazing opportunities that's right in front of you and if you spend so much time worrying about what is going to happen then again you're going to let all these opportunities once again pass by you and you're not really living life because you're just constantly worrying about something else that's beyond your control Mm. um and that's only going to add more stress to yourself also been working really hard to figure out who I am because Mm. I believe that if you don't know who you are then you're not going to be able to back yourself and you're going to do things that you regret because you'll be easily swayed into making the wrong decisions and my mom has always said to me if you don't stand for something you're going to fall for anything so 
<laughs> that's good. Shout out to mom. Yeah. yeah. No, she is amazing. Wise beyond her years. <laughs> and then I guess the last takeaway message um, in finding myself again is from my mother. <laughs> but she always said to me growing up, like, don't forget where you come from and always treat others with kindness because you can be the most smartest, talented, athletic, prettiest person in the world. But to someone who's just met you, they're not always going to remember that, but they will always remember how you made them feel. So there's already enough negativity in the world. Don't add to it. And it costs nothing to be kind. So in work life or work commitments, uh, your PhD doctoral studies and travel. And it's good to hear actually. Um, yeah, you're studying a doctorate. Maybe you can share some insights on that. But with a with a demanding profession as a um occupational therapist um, and studying your PhD and a love for travel, how do you manage to maintain the balance among these roles? If you love what you're hearing and want to support us, consider buying us a coffee on buymeacoffee.com forward slash ND podcast. That's N for November, D for Delta podcast. Your contribution will help fuel our podcast and bring you even more great content in the future. So thank you for being part of this podcasting journey. This is the golden question I get asked all the time. <laughs> um, and I think I'm still trying to figure that out myself. But I've definitely gotten better at it over the last couple of years. Um, but the biggest thing for me is prioritizing things from order of importance. And writing this out definitely helps me clearly see things and plan my weeks or months better, um, depending if I know um when things are due or when the demand will increase um time management is absolutely huge again that kind of ties in with the prioritizing things from order of importance and just yeah having that discipline to be organized and structured enough that you meet those deadlines so you're not feeling stressed but not too structured that if something doesn't go to plan that you freak out so definitely there is an element of flexibility in all that i do um so that I can still maintain, yeah, that work-life balance, um, but not being too flexible that I enjoy all the things that aren't a priority um, that then, again, I stress out because I'm not meeting those deadlines. And not being too hard on yourself. Yeah, definitely. Because <laughs> for uh, the biggest time, or for some of my biggest, the longest time I had the worst case of FOMO like if someone was like oh do you want to do this I felt like I always had to go even though they weren't forcing me because my network was so understanding of my commitments but I just yeah see other people had fun I felt like I had to be there but definitely as I'm growing up I'm learning to not yeah learning not so my boundaries but definitely my how much time I've got not spreading myself too thin yeah definitely I can relate Appreciate your conversation. Um, definitely, you're a great speaker, and uh, you appear to have um, collected a lot of wisdom. Um, let's talk inspiration and advice. Um, what is a message you'd like to pass on to others um, that are on a similar path as yourself, or um, are starting on that sort of path of self-discovery? Um, maybe at that beginning of where you were, I don't know, Kim in 2012 or something. You know. A message I like to pass on is something that I've learned over the years working in my profession and meeting so many incredible families or through my travels, meeting absolute strangers who 
have shared their life experiences with me or just my friends and my day-to-day life. But I think um, some of the biggest message or one of the biggest message I'd like to share is that people are always going to have an opinion and you, but you just need to know which ones are worth listening to. So that comes back down to knowing yourself and being able to back yourself um, because as hard as it is, <laughs> don't pay two minds to people that speak ill about you because those that are doing well aren't going to be sitting there trying to drag other people down because they're too busy focusing on themselves. Um, and if anything, they're secure enough in themselves that they know there's room for other people to succeed without minimizing their own accomplishments. And with my own personal experience, I found that every successful person that I've ever met who has been in the industry for so long, regardless of yeah what industry it may be, whether it be in the health industry or social media or whatever else it is, those that are so content in themselves and have accomplished so much are always the first ones to give back um, because they know what it's like, how hard it was to start in the beginning. And yeah, like I said, they um, often know that there's enough room for everyone to succeed together. And just because one person is doing well doesn't mean another person who also does well is a competition. So just being secure in yourself. Um, and then also just knowing that everyone not everyone's going to like you and that's okay that's the biggest lesson I've had to teach myself um as someone who um notoriously was a people pleaser I used to struggle when people didn't like me for whatever reason it was um but as I've gotten older yeah I'm just getting better I come into terms that not everyone's gonna like you um but don't make yourself smaller to try and fit into someone else's mold just so that you can be tolerated at best by those people as well and just saying true to yourself and being the best version of you because then you're more likely to foster a like-minded, authentic, genuine community who will help you thrive and flourish. So it's so important to keep doing what makes you happy. Granted, it isn't hurting yourself or other people because like that famous quote, those that matter won't mind and those that mind don't matter. I love it. Appreciate that. Um, definitely, I've, I've taken some of those words too. And it's good on a Friday, feel inspired. Uh, <laughs> smash the weekend <laughs> and just a, a lasting this is a special one for the show so it's um, like a legacy or memoir question um, when you pass on what would you like to have been known for? Um, professionally I I often talk about professional stories just because my work and my studies are such a big part of my identity um, but professionally I would love to be known for my passion to advocate for disadvantaged communities and drive to give a voice to those that have not been heard that's why I'm in the health industry um and I specialize in disability so that brings me the absolute biggest passion because I've met so many incredible people who are so inspiring and and that's also why I'm doing my PhD as well to be able to give a voice to those that haven't been heard to create something for them rather than us who have no lived experience making something for them that isn't even going to benefit them or empower their own life journey and then personally I would like to be remembered for my resilience and self-determination and uh, I like how your new year's resolution was to um, you know get into something or just do something that makes you feel uncomfortable just putting yourself out there Mm -hmm. And um, I can't think of anything as um, 
uncomfortable as being a guest on a on a podcast and just sharing by yourself. <laughs> I don't know, no, you've just... definitely made the experience, yeah, so easy. So if anyone wanted to go on a podcast, it would definitely recommend yours. <laughs> definitely. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'll put uh, put you to your word on that one. Just uh, definitely shout. Me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, pleasure, Kim. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining. Thank we'll you so much for having me. Hey, Chris here. Thank you for listening to that episode. And if you'd like to hear any other episodes of mine at Noteworthy Differences, you can find me on Spotify or Apple or any other streaming platforms where you listen to your podcasts. Or feel free to send me a message on Facebook, Instagram. Just search for Noteworthy Differences and you will be sure to find me. Thank you.